Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. And the the hall is packed up, the red carpet's rolled up, and we, we are it. finally over the hangover of the 35-mile walk. So... <laughs> <sighs> Yep, it's another another Mr. Oscar's in the book. Mr. Oscar in the books. Uh, yep. fi- time to move on to the rest of our of our year, I guess. Yes, that's this is like the Daytona 500 of the of the year. You know, it kicks off. This is officially a new year for 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 drinking alone with friends podcast, as is tradition, of course. Right, of course. and this is this is the year where we're bringing you all new and exciting content. Ted's bringing. Mm-hmm. Old house beers. Uh, Chris is <laughs> Chris is bringing uh, stuff that's different stuff too. <laughs> also, I'm there, so <laughs> Obert's it's there a, too. It's a totally Other new things. year in the podcast for sure. Right? Absolutely. Yep. And now we year have in the podcast. We have like a year now to go catch a whole bunch of Han Solos to stick them into uh, carbonite. That's true. Right. Yeah. Kinda we like got to stock up. We got to stock up. Gotta stock up. So what have y'all been up to last, well, week, I guess? Well, I want to give a special shout out this week to George Washington and Abraham Lincoln for both being born in February and giving me a three-day weekend. So mm, that okay. was that was nice. Yeah. yeah, I had one of those as well. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll second that. Yeah. Very clutch fr- of you. Fr- of friends you of the pod, those two. <laughs> <laughs> Active <laughs> listeners of the pod. Yeah. Well, I don't I, I can't confirm that Lincoln listens, but I've heard he's a fan. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't quite signed up for Patreon yet, but I think he's going to. He's right on the edge. So. Well, that's good because you know if he's going to be down, he'd be down for five bucks a month. So. That's right. We don't need your... <laughs> Your George Washington money. Actually, we do. <laughs> we do need your George Washington yeah. money, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to all our patrons who give us Washington's a-, a month. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, don't let it be... If you're not a subscriber, don't let it be four score and seven years ago until you decide to start giving us some money on the Patreon. Yep, that's the past. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't wait for a score in seven episodes to de- to to uh, donate. There you go. Yeah, that's that's more like it. So yeah, but this weekend I uh, I spent the weekend away and uh, checked out a new fun exciting brewery. Went to a brew fest, and I'm gonna get into all that once we get to my beer review. So I don't. Uh, this is a little sneak peek right here. Nice. But uh, Todd, how about you? How did you celebrate uh, your president's day? Um. Just kind of hung out. I went over and visited some friends and uh, celebrated a two-year-old's birthday. Uh, friend of the nice. pod, Nick and Larissa. You know, their their child turned two. Other than that, you know, it was also Valentine's Day weekend, so we just kind of sat around and hung out and had fun. Oh yeah, 2020's year of the soundboard too. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't I gotta realize get one that of those. Uh, you had the soundboard there, Chris. <laughs> it's the only sound I have, though. <laughs> <laughs> So one one last thing that you know that we that I did do this past weekend was Jenna, uh, the brew locker, finally sent oh, me beer. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sure she's gonna love that one. <laughs> uh, she sent me she sent me beer uh, because I bitched and moaned about it so much on this podcast. So on Sunday I did a uh, Instagram live where I unboxed the beer. <laughs> And I have a, a my house also caught on fire that day, so that was also a bonus. Uh, right in the middle of the Instagram live. Uh, oh, I, I got to go back and watch this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you missed it? Oh, it was so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Update: My house has not officially burned down, but there was a fire. A pizza unofficially box, though. <laughs> a, a pizza box caught caught fire, and there were flames. And uh, I had to put water. I had to you know basically run my part of my pizza underneath water to put out the fire in the box <laughs> how did your how did you catch a pizza box on fire well so you know when you want to keep something warm you just kind of shove it in the oven like i took all the, like the plastic out of the box and i just kind of put the box in the oven turn well, it to 700 <laughs> I, I put it to 300 okay okay and that it caught fire i mean that's it is, it is what it is so uh, <laughs> okay so but but after you're after you put out the fire yep i uh went 
I went on with the, in the middle of the Instagram live, just an FYI. I put out the fire. <laughs> Then came back to the Instagram live and continued to unbox the beer that Jenna had sent me. And yes. so I made a poll or I, yeah. And by poll, I mean, I asked the people who were watching me on Instagram live, what beer I should drink on this week's podcast from Jenna's box. And Jenna and X that darn cat, uh, both said that I should be bringing this beer that I brought to the podcast. And so with that, I'm going to start the beer reviews. If you guys are cool with that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like how we have do one, it up we have one one sound drop <laughs> that's it yeah so, so, sorry guys chris couldn't make it this week so we just replaced him by conveniently timed oh yes <laughs> <laughs> so so i'm bringing uh to the podcast odd sides Oddside Brewing Company's Bean Flicker. It's a coffee blonde ale. And in the words of Kat, it'll make me wish that I could flick the bean, or it'll make me want to flick the bean that I wish I had. Yep. The The description on the can is, uh, sure to surprise your palate, this beer is an extremely smooth, sessionable blonde ale with notes of vanilla and coffee, light, crisp, and refreshing. Very cool. Can I, can I see the can? Of course. Oh, it's like all hot pink and stuff on the top and bottom. Yeah, it is hot pink. Um, It's got kind of a... I think it's a female like coffee tree on it. It's a it's a woman wearing a tree headdress with throwing coffee beans in the air. Yeah, but she's but got it's silhouette. she's got like branches coming out of her fingertips too. Yeah, it's because she's a tree. So it's a face carved into a tree. No, I don't know. It's a silhouette. It's supposed to be half person. It's like a mermaid, but for trees. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's like a mermaid, but for trees. Uh, if you, Someone really likes coffee. Tree made. If you're curious to know what it looks like, head on over to the Instagram. Arbor made. Um, it'll be posted, you know, around the time you're listening to this. So head over there and go take a look. Um, on the nose, it is definitely smells like coffee. As you guys can see, it is you know it's a blonde ale. You can see through it. It's probably about a twelve on the SRM scale. All I get is coffee on the nose, though. And, I mean, it doesn't surprise me because it's a blonde, so you don't, don't really get a lot of flavor notes on the nose from blonde ales. But let's let's taste it and try it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, we've replaced Chris with the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm using this soundboard. The flavor is, uh, there's you know, definitely some hints of coffee, uh, a little bit of sweetness. It's very light and, and refreshing, as the can says. I get a very little bit of vanilla. That's probably what's causing some of the sweetness. Um, the coffee's coffee's pretty good, though. It kind of tastes like you're drinking like a blonde blonde coffee roast from like Starbucks a little bit. Okay, but if take that flavor and like tone it down a lot and just make it like really like subtle, it's a solid beer. Um, yeah, I like this. This makes me wish I could flick the bean that I wish I had. <laughs> Uh, overall, solid, uh, really solid. I would recommend people going out and trying to find this. Uh, not a lot of hop notes on here. Um, like I said, the vanilla is kind of, it's kind of there, kind of not. But yeah, definitely, this would be really good on like a summer day if you were like, like day drinking for a concert or a baseball game or a football game or something where you're outside, you know, just tailgating. This would be perfect for that type of day, especially in the morning when you want to get your coffee in, but at the same time, you also want to start getting a little bit drunk. This would be perfect. Okay. So it's for that. It's like for like a one o'clock kickoff football game. Oh, it'd be it'd be perfect for that. If you were out there at like <laughs> you're a ta- tailgating at like yeah ten thirty eleven. Yeah, right. if you're out there at ten thirty eleven, just wanting to get wanting to get the day started a little bit. You already finished your Dunkin' Donuts coffee. This is the perfect thing to pull right out of the cooler afterwards. But it's also like an early season game. Like it's still hot out. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's it's yeah. it's a blonde, so it's definitely you know it's it's refreshing. It can cool you down. Uh so you know opening day of UConn football. This is the perfect thing that you want to drink at like 11 a.m. When your hopes for the season are at their peak. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't you don't start bringing out the, you know, the, the 8 or 9% ABV beers until after. So at least the second quarter. Correct. Yeah. Until after right. they've, you know, they're down 21 to nothing in the first quarter. Uh, the ABV on this beer, just an FYI, because we, we skipped over that part, is uh, 4.5%. So it's definitely very crushable, Um, you know, equivalent to that of a Bud Light. Delicious. I would say this, this, um. You know, even though I am the Bud Light tasting champion, this definitely has a lot more flavor than a Bud Light. I know that's sacrilege for me to say, you know, out loud. But I would say that this beer is probably I'm gonna give it a four two five on the current untapped scale, but it'd probably be more of like a four point four two on the new untapped scale. Really? The new untapped scale goes down to the hundredths <laughs> now? This is the new this, we're in twenty twenty, man. It's the new new okay. one. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Yeah. So, a so, four, uh, so even that's really high. Two, you don't round up to four point five. No, it's got to be above the four point five, man. 
He truncates. He's only coming down. <laughs> no, if I had a beer that I thought was a four four two, I would round it to four and a half. So would I. Tud has Tud has Tud is a man of integrity with his own standards. So I'm not going to question his his judgment here. Yeah, I like okay. it. But that's really high. <laughs> I like it. That I is also, very high. you know, part of me. And maybe part of my love for this beer is I haven't been really drinking coffee over the past like month and a half. Um, it's just something that I haven't been doing a because my body just doesn't seem to like coffee at the moment. Um, and so I think this is really scratching that itch too that of just you know a coffee flavor because I can't drink it. So I'm probably a little bit more biased towards this too because I'm like, oh look, it's something coffee flavored that I can drink that's light and refreshing and you know is not a nine and a half percent stout. Mm. Coffee is awesome. It is so. You say 4.42. What do you think the Untappediverse thinks of this beer? 4.13. Oh, swing and a very large miss, actually. Ooh. Yeah. So 35,000 check-ins. So this is a, this is a big wow. one. Um, but it's only a 3.8. Even? Even, yes. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, usually I feel like I, once you reach that critical mass of that many ratings, I feel like everything ends up in that... 375 to 4.0 territory yeah that's probably about right yeah but yeah it sounds like it sounds like a pretty standard good beer though i'll keep my eye out for it yeah over you probably have the best chance out of all of us of finding it where is odd side from odd side is brewed out of grand haven michigan Mm. yeah i think you're closer to michigan than me but you never know i might be able to find but i feel like we don't get as much michigan beer in connecticut as we probably should given that we're closer than you are right well, I was just telling you, we just finally got uh, uh, some Illinois beer of Goose Island, like within the last year. That is so. true. I didn't, you know. Yeah. It, I know it's difficult for Anheuser Busch to, you know, ship beer out to you guys, but. Yeah, but anyway, I will keep my eyes peeled. Thank you, thank you, Ted. Yeah, and uh, you know, again, special thanks to Jenna. Thank you for sending it to me. Um, you know, I also did a little bow as I said that again. So thanks, Jenna. Cheers. Cheers to that. So with that, who is going to drink next? So I'll go next, and I'm actually keeping it in the same state. How about that? Are you drinking a Jenna beer, too? Good old mitten beers. Uh, mitten beers tonight. Wait. No, I am not. <laughs> M.O. Is not, was, is not Michigan. I, I thought this was out of Michigan, but it is not. Is that a Cleveland, Ohio? Huh. I don't know. Okay. So apparently read the bottle before you start talking. One mitten it. and one pocket. There you tonight. go. See? Um, but I'm drinking uh, Great Lakes Brewing Company's uh, Blackout Stout. Are they the pocket? No, but they look like a pocket. I don't know. What would you say the shape of Ohio is? Ohio shaped? Gotta get more creative. No, that's all he's got. <laughs> what is Ohio shaped like? Uh, Ohio? They're, they're an Ohio shaped <laughs> Ohio. So tell us about this beer. Hold on. Gotta did pour he, it. And did he it. actually get it like a real good pour? Hey, yeah, look at that. Celebration. Celebrate! This must be, this must be a flat beer. <laughs> <laughs> I opened it 10, 10 days ago. Uh, so this is a Russian Imperial Stout um, from Great Lakes Brewing, and it's named the Blackout Stout because it commemorates the infamous 2003 blackout that left that briefly left some 55 million people utterly unplugged. So Interesting. I can see with a name like Great Lakes Brewery, why you thought Michigan? See, it yeah, does touch, uh, it does touch a couple of those guys. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I think I just think Great Lakes synonymous with Michigan. I don't know why. Maybe because there is like a Lake Michigan, but yeah, that's probably why. If there was a Lake Ohio, I probably wouldn't have known. But is this the barrel aged or the non barrel aged version? Th- this is the non barrel aged version. Okay. So, um, but I was at the uh, Total Wine. And I was looking for something to complete my six pack. And this guy's like, oh, man, we just got this in and like went across the store and like picked one out for me. And I was like, well, I kind of got to take it now. I mean, on top of it, it's a imperial stout and I like imperial stouts. So, um, yeah. Anyways, like you would imagine, a billion SRM. Very, very dark. Uh, The head was not very. it, It wasn't like super frothy. And now it's like almost all dissipated already. Probably why I was able to pour it like a normal human being. So, (laughs) And I mean, it smells like an imperial stout. It's got like nice roasted notes on it. Nothing too crazy. This, uh, let's see how this uh, how this bad boy drinks. I remember I was canoeing in the middle of nowhere in Canada during the 2003 blackout. Oh yeah! I had never even heard about it till it was over. 
Wait, how old were you? You were in Canada canoeing? With Boy Scouts. Oh. I was like, weren't you like 12? <laughs> <laughs> I Let me see. I blew up my knee 2002, 2003, something like that. So you were like 13. Uh, yeah. Then, or 14. Uh, yeah. 14. Yeah. Yeah. Before sophomore year. Yep. Anyways. <laughs> so it's a very solid beer. It is not, ah, uh, man, it's not overly sweet. There's not a lot of sweet notes to it. Not that I'd expect that too much from a Russian Imperial Stout. Uh, it does have a good bitter kick to it, uh, and that's because I'm, I read, I saw the label. It's got 50 IBUs, which I know is kind of oh, kind of high for a stout. Yeah, for a Russian Imperial, it's definitely on the higher end. I feel like. Yeah, but I mean that's based that's based on what I think. So me me channeling my inner Todd Cleo, I feel like you're. Kind of underwhelmed by the spear. It just seems like it's just a regular, like, you're having a hard time differentiating it between any other Russian Imperial style. Yeah, I mean, it's, so it's 9.9% alcohol. I can taste, I mean, it, it, I can tell that there's a decent amount of alcohol in it. Um, it's not bad by any means. It's just, there's not a lot in there that, like, wows me, you know? Like, I, I'm not even getting, like, hints of coffee or chocolate or anything. Um, it's just, like... A, a solid Russian Imperial Stout that's slightly bitter in the middle. So let me see. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and give it one more go around. See if I can't get it. Remember, you gotta taste it three times to get the full adjustment. No, I mean, I'm I'm not really getting much. I'm getting a lot of like roasted malts. Um, I'm getting a decent amount of bitterness, and other than that, it's just like I mean, it's a good stout. It's but it's just it's one of those stouts that. Maybe the barrel age version would have added a little bit something that would have pushed it into like the four, four and a quarter territory. But this one is sounds like sounds like the guy at Total Wine was just trying to get rid of him. That's why he ran across the store for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. It it's a it's a cool label on the bottle. It's uh you know I like I like the way the bottle looks and the beer's nice nice and dark and black. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a good beer. Just not my not my favorite beer. Um, and not to mention, you know how some stouts, like I like my stouts, they're almost like velvety, you know? Yeah, like th- like thick and silky. Right. This isn't quite like that. So it's a little bit more thin, um, for lack of better term. Uh, so again, not a bad beer, but just I wish there was like a little bit something else. You want it to be more maple syrup than water. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Um, that being said. I'm going to give this a three and a half, which I think is going to be crazy low compared to Untapped. So I think Untapped is going to be a 4.13. Wow. So so out of 63,000 check-ins. Oh, never mind. <laughs> the Untapped universe has deemed that you are still way out of whack. Oh, okay. All right. It is a 3.98. Okay. Yeah. See, I knew it. I just knew it. Um, You know, I was going back and forth like... I was probably like a three, maybe six, or, you know, I was thinking between three, five and three, seven, but then I hear Tud, Mr. I can't go higher, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, well, I got to try and bring it down. (laughs) You have your own rules. (laughs) No, I know. Yeah, you don't have to live by the Tud rules here. No, the Tud tud rules are the way the world should work, right? Um, If we all live by the Tud rules, the world would be a happy place. (laughs) (laughs) uh no so i mean i can see how people would like this beer i mean it isn't a bad beer um i just think that a beer like this yeah it's just uh, maybe i built it up in my head too much maybe that's what it is i can't i can't place it but um i've had better even better just regular russian imperial stouts like what is it the ex machina from relic oh that's a good one that's a really good one that's that's by uh, that's back east though i think is it back east yeah you might be right but but anyways, that one is just a Russian Imperial Stout, and that's heads better. This. Well, you even had the old Rasputin a, f- a few episodes ago, and that was yeah. just a standard Russian Imperial Stout. Yeah, so. I really appreciate the fact that even though you reviewed a beer that you thought was mediocre, you gave us an alternative one to go and try and find. So that's... There you go. It's a, a service for our listeners there. This is... Uh, that's that's the new the new thing for 20... The season, season three. Season two, three. Whatever season, whatever season we're on. Oh, yeah. The season one, season one was kind of like you know it was only like twelve episodes because that's right. How, it was a pilot season, season basically. <laughs> All right, so Obert, take us, take it away. Finish up these 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 drink reviews for tonight. All right. Um, 
So I'm very excited for today's beer. I have a beer from a place I was hanging out all weekend, which is Phillipsburg, Montana. This is from the Phillipsburg Brewing Company. It's their Five Phantoms. It's a pumpkin spice barley wine. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was in Peaburg this weekend. They had a brew fest. Uh, it's in the middle of the state. So just a, a quick three and a half hour jaunt from Whitefish down. Uh, just just a but, quick three and a half hours. No big deal. Yeah. It's funny because I was like, only in Montana can you drive three and a half hours to end up at a brew fest. Still, recognize, still run into a bunch of people you know there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, the people who were meeting us from the other side of the state, they, uh, they recognized the band. Like They're like, oh, this is the band from our hometown. They were all like, there's four dudes all in their 60s, and their band name was The Fossils, and they were really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. The, uh, the brew fest was in like an old fire house, fire station. And they had, I want to say about like a dozen or so breweries from around the state. And it was, uh, it was a fundraiser for their ice rink in Phillipsburg. But uh, I had, I tried some really good stuff there. I found a new brewery I want to get more stuff from called, um, I think, Smelter City out of Anaconda. They had a really good guava sour that I enjoyed. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was able to try some other Montana breweries. The uh, Bitterroots Winter Ale was a pleasant surprise. I like that one. They always put out some good stuff. Uh, and representing back home, they had the Flathead Lake Brewing Company with their Moonlight Sour. That's always – that's, I think, their best beer. It's a good solid sour. I don't bring them on the podcast that often. But, uh, yeah, so just some solid, solid offerings from all around the state. Um, I'm working my way towards my share of our check-ins, guys. So <laughs> good, yeah. yeah you got to make sure you keep on keeping it up, though. Right. I know. I know. It's tough. That, you know, those brew fests don't happen all that often. So I gotta, I gotta make the most of it when I can go. You could always fly back for the rising pint in May. Well, I'll talk about that later. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, so, but in Phillipsburg, there's a couple of, of highlights. Uh, one of which is the, the very cool brewery. I posted a picture of it on our Instagram on Sunday. Yeah, those were some awesome pictures, by the way. It looked it looked so cool. Yeah, yeah, some cool beers. It looked, and, it looked uh, kind of like a different country. Yeah, the buildings are all painted like very cool, funky colors. I don't know. It reminds me of like a town in like Austria or something. Just like very much a Hamlet kind of feel, if that makes sense. But. Uh, yeah, they they have you can find their beer most places around the state. And when I went in to pick out this beer, they had three three bottles to go. I was tempted to go for the barrel aged Imperial Stout, but uh the the barrel aged stout. But we have so many of those on the podcast, I thought that going with a pumpkin spice beer instead might be um something a little a little more unique. And even though this says it's bottle nine fifty six of nine ninety nine they told me this was the last bottle they had, and then they they took the the display bottle off the shelf. So I'm like, oh, okay, you know it's got to be good if I'm getting the last one. Nice. <laughs> I can't take believe, that, everybody else. I can't believe they sold them out of order. No, well, nine fifty six is written in marker, and nine ninety nine is printed as part of the label. So my guess is they just didn't have you know enough beer to fill up nine hundred ninety nine bottles. So, oh, okay, yeah. That's my that's my theory. So so is this one that you had at the brewery or no, not yet? This is not. I have not had this okay, one yet. Cool. Um but all of their beers inspired me or left me thinking that this was gonna be a pretty tasty one. Um pumpkin spice barley wine. Ooh. Yeah. I'm curious right? to I was know like, how the flavors like that barley wine flavor with pumpkin is probably gonna be a cool mix, I would have to imagine. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, and um for a barley wine this weighs in only at eight point seven. Oh. percent abv that's that's low yeah yeah and actually um sneak ahead and read a, a little passage from the label it says coming in at the low end of barley wines at 8.7 percent abv five phantoms is ready to drink right now but still big enough to age beautifully for several years in your fridge or cellar well i didn't wait <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> yeah it's um it is however the great american beer festival bronze medal winner in 2016 17 and 18 for pumpkin spice beer well fantastic oh nice yeah, yeah. but man that's a lot of talking and not a lot of drinking so yeah here we go 
parched. See, I love myself a good barley wine, so I'm very curious how, how this is going to go. See, and I am not a barley wine person at all. But you're a big pumpkin guy. I am right. a big pumpkin. See, this is where I'd be torn. I'd be like, do I try the barley wine because it's pumpkin, or do I not try the pumpkin because it's barley wine? I got to say, this is definitely a Tud beer. Oh, I, okay. I think after after drinking alone with you for so long now, I have a pretty good idea of your of your likes and dislikes, and I think that this would be... You know, and I also know you have a very high standard of pumpkin beers. I do. So I'm not going to say this would be the best pumpkin beer you ever drank because I know you have a couple of ones that hold a special place in your heart. But um, this is a really good blend of that those stronger barley wine flavors while maintaining a good amount of pumpkin. Um, this is kind of reminds me of um, what are some of the breweries that make like like a double smashed pumpkin or like what are they? Like Southern Tier. Yeah, they have their Pump King. Yeah. Right? And then yeah. they have what's the stronger one? Uh Warlock. Yeah. So this is like Which a is stronger the, barley wine. The stout and then or they, stronger pumpkin bite. Then pumpkin there's pumpkin beer. head by shipyard. Right. And their stronger one is Oh, no, I'm talking Okay. Head, pumpkin yes, the, torso. The, the headless pumpkin? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying like on the scale of pumpkin beers, this is one of the like a more stronger one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but not overpowering in the pumpkin flavor. I'm a I'm a big fan. It's got a solid amber color. And um you know, as we talked about on the podcast, pumpkin season's over after Thanksgiving. Well I was gonna say, isn't it too late to be drinking a pumpkin beer? Like you're breaking oh, no. all the rules. I am breaking all the rules. It's like um, wearing white after Labor Day. You're just like ruining it. But this is coming from a guy who just got his bean flicked in February. So I think we're all we're all out of the right races, all, all on the wrong seasons tonight. I guess. But, uh, I guess there's a first time for everything, Obert. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So if I'm going to try and describe the flavor of this beer, I would say it's again your traditional pumpkin, nutmeg, vanilla. Um, you know everything that you would expect to find in your regular New England pumpkin beers that we have all over the place, but layered layered underneath that. Um, and that definitely underneath is more subtle flavors. You get that um, almost not spiciness isn't the right word, but you get that that barley wine burn. Maybe I don't know. It's a little bit spicy. I think it's the best word I can come up with it for how I would describe it, the barley wine flavor. But uh, the layering together works well. I think I can see why it has placed so many times in the Great American Beer Festival. And uh, it even says here that more recently they won. The U.S. Open Beer Championship gold medal in 18 and bronze in 19 for this beer. So I don't uh, know what the U.S. Open Beer Championship is. Never heard of it before. Maybe, maybe we should go and find out. There we go. This is going to be because, again, maybe it's just because it's been a long time since I've had, like, it's been a long time since you've had coffee. It's been a long time since I've had a pumpkin beer. So this is going to earn a four and a quarter for me, um, which is which is strong praises for this beer. Yeah, wow. That's very high. And uh, I think the untapped is going to come in over four as well. I want to say this is going to be like a 407. So I found it here on untapped. And out of just 161 check-ins, the average rating is a 4.11. So very, oh, wow. very solid. Pretty average. close. Yeah. Yeah. For pumpkin beers, you can't find many great ones in Montana. And uh, this is probably the best Montana pumpkin I've ever had. Right, yeah, you've uh, our last two pumpkin episodes, you've had issues finding. <laughs> it was a struggle. <laughs> That's right, because yeah, I did one from Utah, and I did one from uh, Elysian, so yeah. It, yeah, out of Seattle. But uh, okay, even though it was a couple of months late, I found one. <laughs> there you go. Oh, cool. I don't know if I'm willing to make the, the three and a half hour drive for the podcast next October, but we'll find out. Just well, you, you know, said it right was a in. short little drive, so I mean, just. Hop on over there, grab <laughs> grab Chris and myself a bottle as well. There you go. Now we're talking. <laughs> oh, uh-oh, the, the mail's escaping. <laughs> <laughs> the mail monster. It's a paper avalanche. Oh, yeah. It's mail time. Mail time. So we have a sizable backlog of, of mail. Apologize for that, everybody. Um... So we're going to try and go through and like hit up as many of these as possible. So, you know, we're going to we're going to just hop right to it. 
That's right. It's been a while since we've done one of these segments. Yeah. So, and you know, we've just been busy. Yeah, we've been busy, Mister Oscar, all this stuff, and like, yeah, the the holidays and everything like that. And you know, we'll get like one or two emails, and then we won't get any, and then we'll get a bunch more. I don't know. Any anywho, we're gonna we're gonna get caught up today. Cool. So first one comes from friend, co-host, future mom of the pod, Jenna. Well, that's a. Uh... Are you saying that we're going to have a baby on as a co-host? <laughs> I just assumed she was going to adopt us all. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. how, that's how it works. Yeah. Okay. She'll, have to, she'll have to support us financially. Um, yes. So congratulations. Well, or would she be grandma? Because CJ, you know, hmm, I'll have to think. We'll uh, find out. I don't know. <laughs> I hope, I hope she's... Jenna, right in. I hope she's, you know... Yeah. Totally Let us know if you want to be the grandma of the pod. <laughs> so, supporting our drinking habit is not cheap, Jenna. So congratulations no, on picking up that tab. Yeah, we don't even like we don't we can't even do it. So we need someone else to do it for us. Um, so this was this one dates back quite a bit. But she says hello, popcorn and friends. I guess so. Shout out to popcorn. Um, oh, but in case uh, you didn't know, that's your dog. Episode eighty four, which we haven't reached yet. So she's traveling back in time. Um, Hearing your discussion of Pliny the Elder and Younger, uh, she says, I realize that I'm probably in the minority. It's not that great! Exclamation point. It's too hoppy, too bitter, and just kind of boring. Shrugging shrugging emoji. <laughs> that was a good shrugging emoji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had the Elder last year in Philly, and I did give it a three and a half on the untapped scale. It was just mediocre to me. Cheers, friends. So that dates- That's another one for... Uh, Pliny being overrated. Mm, yeah. Now, now in Pliny's defense, Jenna is not an IPA fan, right? And especially, That's true. especially like the ones that are earthy and things like that. She, I know she's not a big fan of. So, but, but yeah, very interesting. I've yet to have Pliny, either one of them. So I will hold. So my you ri- just have to imagine how okay it is. <laughs> so the running it's, next year for world's okayest beer. <laughs> there we go. Oh man. <laughs> Okay, it's beer of 2021. Um, so next, next up we have another one, another older one, but this is from friend of the pod, uh, Aaron. Uh, she writes in, she just says, thought these looked interesting, and uh, they're just, they're brew candy. So Brew candy? Yeah. They're like, they look like little gummies, like, like, like gummy, gummy beer tasty things. Um, and they have hoppy IPA. Roasty stout and honey ale. It's made for uh, I guess I guess they're like chewies that taste like those things. So uh quick tangent. Yeah. One thing I didn't tell you guys about Phillipsburg is they have the world's greatest candy shop. Hmm. Did they have yeah. root candy there? Um they probably did. I have I mean, I don't make a habit of going to candy stores, but this place had everything. They <laughs> had some really weird stuff. Like they have black licorice. With like oh, salt on it. I accidentally ordered them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it said buy now with one click, and I didn't really think it was going to work. But... <laughs> like, wait, what do you mean one click? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> it was like, I was like, certainly there's got to be more clicks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about this. All oh, right, well, so look at that. One Chris click. Chris yeah. struggles with, with <laughs> numbers. Chris, we're going to let you know. One, one is a single digit. It's got to be one after this first click. Not the, the first click is zero, and then you get the one click. It's one click, but it's really Chris was expecting five. Yeah, I thought at least two. <laughs> Anyways, so I'll let you know no. what they're what they taste like. A- episode okay. title: Chris learns that one click means one click. <laughs> one click gotta be two clicks. <laughs> Chris, that's how you can secretly buy the computer you want to buy. Just be like, Dana, I thought it was going to be two clicks. <laughs> I thought it was two clicks. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I thought I had an extra click. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Continue. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. They had every single Jelly Belly flavor, and I got a bunch of those. They had uh, gummies. You know, they have gummy worms. They had gummy snakes. Whoa. And Were they like really I, big gummy worms? Yeah, I could jump rope with this thing, practically. It's just a really long gummy worm. Please tell me that you bought it. I did buy one, yeah. And one is all you need, I think. I'm going to work <laughs> on this gummy snake for a little bit. You've never you've never seen me devour gummy creatures. Yeah. 
It, now, is um, it a sour gummy snake or a normal gummy snake? OG, not non-sour. I did uh, get some sour ones as well, but uh, disappointing. Not the snake. Sour gummy snake is the way to go. Yeah, see, I was talking to somebody, and that's very interesting you bring this up, because I asked, do you like gummy bears or gummy worms? And they said, sweet or sour? And I was was like, it didn't matter to me. She says, I like gummy bears sweet, gummy worms sour. Yes. So, I don't know. It's Apparently, it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, It's interesting. I'm I'm gummy worm, both sweet or sour. And I got to, and I like them both, depending on the mood. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost solely gummy bear. Yeah. Todd? I like gummy bear sweet and gummy worm sour. I don't really eat any, either of them, but if I was going to go with, if, if I had to make a choice, that's how I would do it. Sour okay. gummy worms. I don't think I've ever had a sour gummy bear, but sour gummy worms are the way to go. Nice. But uh, yeah, so this place had uh, jalapeno pepper candies. Oh. They were like gummies gummies that were spicy. That sounds good. It was it was weird. It yeah, was weird. It, sounds, it does sound weird. They had uh, lots of fudge and chocolate and stuff as well. Um, I got to say, if you're ever trying to drive, make a road trip, and you're going between Yellowstone and Glacier, right? It's, a, it's an all-day drive. I would say get off the highway, go through Phillipsburg instead of the way that the GPS is going to take you. Stop at the brewery, stop at the candy shop, and you'll make the rest of your vacation right there with the beer and the candy you buy. Hmm, good to know. Um, but sorry, I know where this is mid mailbag. No, you're good. And uh, somehow you clicked on a link in a physical letter and bought a bought a something. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no. Um, he, he's he typed it out, into the browser. He's trying she out that new Hololens by Microsoft. The URL in her note, and you typed it in, and I typed it in. That's how it worked. And, yeah, and you hit enter, and that counted as the click. <laughs> that's that's the first click. <laughs> the second click was when I clicked on order with one click. <laughs> Surely Amazon is lying to me with this button that says one click. <laughs> this, is, this is a bullshit. I tell you. But okay, can you can you return it back to Amazon and be like, I thought there were more clicks. <laughs> I thought there was like, listen, my hands are tied. My hands are tied on this one. <laughs> All right. So, next up, uh, we actually have Mom of the Pod writing in talking. This is about they're talking about Christmas traditions. So we weren't lying when we said we were behind, right? <laughs> um, and this was, uh, I believe, remind me to you used to have ravioli, but then we didn't have ravioli, right? Correct. Okay, so now we just have says, lasagna. So, my dear son, I did not take the easy way out. If you would like to continue the ravioli tradition, you can come over the weekend before Christmas next year and help. It takes a village, son. (laughs) There was was always two to three people helping back in the day. So, you know, you burnt. And uh, she also says you also forgot the tradition of scoring an extra present Christmas morning. So. Oh, yeah. What is that? So. So my parents have this ornament that's a pickle. Like legit, like a like a green pickle. Uh-huh. Um, and what they do is they hide it in the tree Christmas morning, and then so me and my brother have to have like a like a wrestle fight out in front of the Christmas tree about who can find the pickle first. And whoever <laughs> finds the pickle first gets an extra gift. So is it like a I spy where's Waldo thing, or is it like a test of physical dominance? Oh no, you, you must <laughs> you must you must have the pickle in your hand. So it's not like, oh, it's right there and point at it. It's like you have to, if you point at it, you're the sucker because the other one is going to attempt to grab it before you can. That sounds like a traumatic Christmas for Brad happened one or two times. <laughs> it, it used to if be you really point tra- at it like a loser who's the sucker. <laughs> like a sucker. So, okay, what's your record in pickle, in pickle Christmas? Um, <laughs> uh, I think I think we're probably about tied. Oh, okay. All right. My, I wasn't expecting would, that. Cause yeah, what my parents would do is they would put it really low to the ground for a long time. So, like, uh, Brad had, like, the advantage because, like, he's short. Mm, and Line of sight. Yeah, right. and now he's, like, my height. So, now, like, now we're kind of more evenly matched. Um, But, yeah, I, okay. think we're, I think we're kind of almost tied. Who okay, won last right. year? Huh. I did. Interesting. Okay. And okay. so, what do you get? A pickle? A no. non-ornament pickle? <laughs> yeah, you get a pickle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's usually, like, an Amazon gift card or, like, a gas card or something like that. Oh, that's cool. I ain't, I ain't nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It just um, causes a lot of fun and, you know, wrestling. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I celebrate my Christmas. It's it's kind of like a feat of strength from Festivus, just on Christmas Day. Cool. There, there you go. More, more Christmas traditions. Christmas in February. <laughs> yeah, Christmas in February. Perfect. Next up, we got uh, actually, as we know now, Mister Oscar winner Stephen King writing in. Oh wow! Yeah. I hope that this didn't influence the judges because he this that he knew he was in the <laughs> he knew he was in the running. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Um, he said, and I don't remember the context of where this came from, so I apologize. But <laughs> hello, DAWF podcast. Unfortunately, due to one of your hosts mocking my movies, I will not be able to provide the shout out for the entire podcast. Uh, shout oh, out to his next book. This is because we called him out for not shouting us out his book. Oh, uh, okay. I can, however, see if I can fit in shouting out Ober and Chris and their dedicated email address, which is <laughs> Chris and Ober at TWFpodcast.com slash Gmail dot. And unfortunately, Stephen, this is why you won the Achievement Award. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> it's gmail.com, gmail or something like that dot com. Like, yeah. Sending people to the wrong email address. Jeez. Right. Uh, sincerely, Stephen King. P.S. Tud, you're still a little bitch. So had to get you in there. So yeah, uh, that's okay. He will always be an achievement award winner, a Blevin lifetime achievement award winner. <laughs> he he can go to he can go to his grave knowing that he was considered worse than Blevin. Right. Uh. So next is brother of the pod, Brad, writing in real quick. Um, <laughs> talking about Lupaletto Brewing when Tud the, the malt the malt picked on malt stilts. picked on stilts <laughs> he says he says Tud was t- not told it was malts he was told it was hops he just decided on his own accord that it was malt lol so there it is there's the there's the truth behind the story <laughs> i still think it was malt <laughs> we got a first hand witness now so. right i know we got we got the proof uh so next up is Oh, another Mr. Oscar Award winner, Brandon, a.k.a. Uh, Craft Handler. You know, <laughs> he was in the in memoriam section. Of, <laughs> right. Of Mr. Oscar. The very much alive uh, Instagram friends yeah. of ours. Insta follower of the year. Um, That's what it was. Right. There you go. He says, hey, guys, a few things I wanted Hello. to drop in the mailbag. <laughs> First off, I recently got a Connecticut Vermont beer box in the mail from a friend and wanted to share my ratings with y'all since you probably have had them. And this was this was. A Ooh, I like this ago. outside outside perspective. From right, a exactly. Foreigner on Connecticut beer. Okay, so she's uh, uh da, da, da. he had three of them already. So beers open from the box. Foley Brothers Brewing Prospect Double IPA. It's pretty good. Uh, three point seven five out of five. Uh, single cut Bruce Smith's Bruce Smith's Jenny said, which he gave a four out of five. I don't think I've had that one. Neither, I don't think I have either. But Jenna single a. cut, I love single cut though. That's they're always solid. Yeah, they're just like twenty five dollars for a four pack. Yeah, wow. they're they're they ain't cheap. Um, and then Beard Brewing, uh, you like a deuce? Oh, which I had he, one of those this weekend. Which he gave a four and a quarter out of five. So, um, he still has. The Lawson Sip of Sunshine, Kent Falls, All Alone with Everywhere to Go, and the Thomas Hooker hashtag no filter that he still hasn't had as of this Ooh. email, which is a couple weeks old. Well, hopefully he's had them by now because you want to drink those guys fresh. And those are three solid beers, too. Right. Yeah. yeah I'm, hope- I'm hoping that he's had them by now, too. Hey, uh, Brandon, write in. Give us the rest of your ratings because we're, we're that, curious. That follow-up email. Right. Um. Secondly, he says he's Team Obert on the Great Cooler Scandal of 2020. We haven't really got into this, but there's been quite a debate going back and forth on the Discord. Oh, yes, there has been. <laughs> and actually, there's another email we'll get to okay. <laughs> later. Um, I mean, regular mail. Um, <laughs> but at least it wasn't folders, question mark. <laughs> which i still to this day think it was a great great hand- that, sh- that should have won handle of the year mr <laughs> um it says also tud i'm sending a beer your way once it gets here from the first from the first trade cheers guys so cool beer cheers, on the brandon way. well beer gonna be on the way so i like cool. free beer that's awesome i'm glad that number one i like to think and this might not be true i like to think that he sought out this trade after listening to this podcast <laughs> i imagine that that is probably true there might be some truth to it like 
I mean, we talk about hashtag no filter and sip of sunshine quite a bit. So, so the next one, it comes in from Sal uh, and he sent in a fun article about unknown brewery, which is down here in Charlotte uh, to release a Russian roulette Imperial stout. Did you guys read that article? No, no. I haven't heard about this. So it's a four pack of an Imperial stout that's made with chili peppers, right? Oh, you were telling us about this. Three of the four are made with, you know, normal normal peppers. And the fourth one is made with the Carolina Reaper pepper. Yeah. Apparently it's very, very hot. So literally you have one each four pack will have three normal ones and one of the really, really hot one. So you're literally you're playing Russian roulette <laughs> whenever you go to grab a beer from the four pack, which is kind of kind of awesome sounds great to have that beer with three friends around right like yeah. i wish it you know if i can find some what i'll do i'll send one to like jordan or something like that and we'll each have one and see who gets the the hot one if i, I can find it i was gonna I'll say i'm to... surprised you already haven't that you haven't already sought this out uh yeah well i mean i have an yeah. unknown beer in my fridge right now from you yeah i actually i saw an unknown beer today but i just haven't made it down to the brewery so I'll be on the lookout and we'll we'll get we'll get something set up for that one. That would be fun if we can find it. Yeah. And then last one for today is from Wife of the Pod, Dana. Also about the cooler scandal of twenty twenty. Um, who sent a picture of how how compact the the cooler folds up into. All right, and, hang on, let me pass the mail bag over here. I gotta take a look at this picture. Okay. It it was quite the nice picture. Right. Uh, yeah, I will admit that's smaller than I thought it was going to be. See, there you go. First wife of the pod, she says. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely smaller than, than what we thought it was going to be uh, or what they thought it was going to be. So and it holds a full six pack. You don't have to worry, uh, man. And I don't know. It's perfect. You want to, like I said, like I was said in my handle, you want to, you're going over a friend's house. You don't need to have that many beers. Boom. Throw that thing together. Yeah, my and my argument still stands that until these guys try the cooler, they have no room to provide an opinion. I, I was just going to say, this is broken down into two camps, okay? You're, e- you're either one of these two groups. One, you have this cooler and you love it. Or two, you don't have this cooler, you don't want this cooler, and you don't think you need it. No one so far has come down and said, yeah, I used it and it was all right and I don't recommend it. That is, so, that is very true. That everybody very who's true. used it loves it. Right. And everybody who has said that they don't want to use it <laughs> has made it clear that they don't want it for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, it but if you, want, if you want more insight onto this, this great debate happening, you got to head over to our Discord channel, um, which we always put a link in the show notes to. But uh, there's a lot of fun, fun back and forth over there going on. So you Absolutely. can talk... Talk to us. Talk to some of the other fans. Uh, we got a good little community bubbling up in there. So it's a, just another fun spot to talk about your favorite podcast. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So there we go. We're caught up. We're up to date. Let's shove that mail back in the archive room. Push. Close that door. Yes. <laughs> it's, all, it's all done. But thank you. Uh, apologize. It took, took us so long, but we got there. If if you have anything else, if you want to weigh in on cooler cooler gate twenty twenty, then uh, please do send it send it over dawfpodcast at gmail dot com, and uh, hopefully we can do a few more in the in the upcoming weeks. So very cool. So I think with that, it's time that we uh, take down our frosty mug of wisdom, fill it up with advice, tips, products we like, websites we think are cool. Uh, you know. Friends that we like, I don't know, stuff, cool, stuff, coolers, coolers, etc. Um, and uh, it's got three handles. Did I mention the three handles and how the frosty the mug is? Yes. Yeah. Okay, it's full, cool. It's full of wisdomy wisdom. Right. So I'm going to start filling you wisdomy wisdom this week. It's that d- dreaded time of year again, folks. Got to get your 1040s and your W2s and your other forms that have numbers and letters, and file your taxes if you are an American listener of ours. Uh, and I want to share a website that I use to help me do my taxes. It's called freetaxusa.com. Uh, I like it better than TurboTax. I like it better than h and Block because those websites charge you for 
things like remembering your name and address from last year. And like this free tax USA carries over all of the stuff from your previous W-2s. So after the first year you use it, it saves a lot of time and you have to pay for it. It's, it's, I think it's the most affordable of all of the tax softwares that do the same exact thing. Um, and, uh, you know, I know this is not the most thrilling handle in the world, but we all got to do taxes. So freetaxusa.com. And don't forget to Google for coupon code. I'd give you ours if we had one, but uh, we're not that big in the tax software world yet. <laughs> not so, yet. That's the next market. But yeah, you can always find a coupon for like 12, 15% off. And it's like, I don't know, ends up being like 12 bucks to file for the state and free for federal. So it's not bad. Well, that's pretty. That is pretty cheap. Not as yeah. much. This is not going to be my handle. But I instead of using Free Tax USA, I use this website called Tax Act, which is basically the same idea. It's also cheaper than TurboTax and H and R Block and all those other websites. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that one out. I think once you like have one you like, it's like I was saying, it's easy to stick with the same one because it has all of your stuff from last year. But uh, yeah, ditch those big guys. Stick with the the cheaper ones. Yeah, and it's also you know been proven by uh, lawsuits that TurboTax and H and R Block uh, hide the free way of filing on their website and force people to to pay because they just didn't people don't click the right uh, button to get to the free stuff. So they're yeah. purposely dece- deceiving users. Those guys suck. Yep. Hmm. Also, I think we should start adopting the the European Union's way of doing it, where they just send you what your tax refund is, and they say, "Hey, we have all this information. Here's your return." Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I don't think, I unfortunately, I don't think we can change the world. Maybe we can. Who knows? Yeah. But <laughs> we we deal with a thing called lobbyists in this country. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to hand the frosty mug of wisdom over to Todd, who's got something fun and exciting for us. Yeah. So I'm over. You know what? I'm going to leave this up to you. Behind, ooh, oh, ooh. Okay. Here we go. Behind door number one is a handle that's a video game. Okay. Behind door number two is a beer-related handle. Hmm. And behind door number three is a workout-related handle. Hmm. Those all sound really interesting. But I, I wanna, I'm going to pick door number two. The, beer, the beer-related the beer handle. We are a beer podcast. That, uh, is, that is a good point. Yeah. So my handle this week are what's called beer savers. Ooh. So they are like silicone beer caps that you can stick on top of an open bottle of beer that basically reapplies the cover or the the cap back to the beer. So this is good for if you're doing like French pressing, like we've tried in in an episode in the past, where you had to leave part of the beer in the bottle and you were just hoping that it didn't lose its carbonation while the the rest of the beer was French pressing. So what you would do is you just put the silicone cap over the top and just press it down. It looks like an actual bottle cap, but it's made out of a harder silicone. Um, You know, it, it also works if you have too small of a cup and too big of a beer and you'd like to keep that beer with some carbonation in it while you're waiting to drink down the beer that's in your glass you just throw one of these bad boys on it and they're dishwasher safe and they keep your beer nice and carbonated so what made you go out and buy this product i was looking for a way to do french pressing um better just because you know you don't always have two of the same beer to recarb your beer and you kind of get stuck with a flat beer every now and then so how long ago did you buy it i bought it probably about two or three months ago so i've used them probably about a handful of times what are the results so does it really work they really do work i mean they really do seal that bottle off and keeps the carbonation in there i mean obviously you're adding a lot of air in there when you're popping the bottle anyways but it tends to keep more carbonation in it than if you didn't have it and you were just like it's kind of like a growler i mean you know yeah when you when you go to open a growler and you keep opening and closing it right correct that's that's yeah. that is actually pretty neat. I know for like the dainty, the dainty people like you who can't finish a bottle of beer in one sitting, you know. Yes, that that's like me. And then you can, <laughs> yeah. I don't recommend. I don't Tug, recommend Tug using Tug notorious beer drinker who doesn't drink a lot of beer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing you know about him. He I, likes I would, little amounts of beer. <laughs> yeah. Only only the time. Only like one ounce at a time. Yeah. Little by little. I don't recommend drinking half a bottle, sealing it, and putting it back in the fridge for days. I haven't attempted to try that experiment yet, but I don't think that that would work. Um, but, you know, if you decide to buy them, try it and let me know. You can Very buy them cool. on Amazon. You can buy them off of any website. They're pretty cool. A solid handle. And, of course, we'll always have, we always have put links to, in our show notes to all this, these things. So Correct. Check it out. 
And so with that, uh, let's go over to Chris and have him finish filling the, the frosty mug of wisdom. So my my handle this week is something that is probably probably going to get voted into worst handle of 2020. Okay. <laughs> oh boy, are we starting, starting, the year, starting season two strong. Yeah. <laughs> no, so something released the is other day. Is it worse than canned air? Mm, I stuff don't, I personally The stuff that you breathe for free. <laughs> Just just faster. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. So this is something that released the other day um, for Nintendo, Nintendo Switch, and it's called Pokemon Home. I don't know if you guys saw this yeah, in the I, video I, gaming uh, world. I heard you mention it, but I don't know anything about it. So what it is, it's a it's an it's an online service um, that can connect to your Pokemon games and you can actually store Pokemon in Pokemon Home. So it's like additional storage for for your game. Um, which is which is cool. I mean, you can store up to two thousand po- no six thousand Pokemon in there, so that's quite a few Pokemon. Why do um, you Why do you need this? Because you run out of room in your normal game. So, and you can also transfer Pokemon from older games into the newer games. Uh, okay. Pokemon home. So, how many can you fit in the old in your normal game without home? You can fit nine hundred and sixty Pokemon without Pokemon Home. So you can add an additional six thousand with Pokemon Home. So now so this is so this is perfect for the, 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 the customer, the, the the Pokemon enthusiast who already has like nine hundred and fifty Pokemon that they really don't want to get rid of. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> or if gotcha. you breeder if you're if you breed for shinies using the Masuda method, which was a notorious great handle from last year. And releasing uh, them is just too much work. Actually releasing them is pain in the ass. But um, but the cool thing about Pokemon Home that has never not been done before is there's actually a, a an app for it on your phone that you can use to trade with other people. You can do wonder trades and GTS straight from your phone using whatever Pokemon you have inside Pokemon Home. So and now you, you can, can pet act- your virtual Pokemon on the go. You can play Pokemon on the go, sort of. Um, so if like you know, be like me and Obert are like, oh man, what do you got? Oh, you want a Bulbasaur? I have five thousand of them. I could trade him. <laughs> I, we could we could link up and trade in Pokemon Home. So so now does this allow you? Because I know there was a big controversy when this Pokemon game first came out that not all the Pokemon are in this game. Can you now get Pokemon in that game that didn't exist before because you can transfer them in the home and then you can transfer them into the actual game? Yes, but not not all of them. So. I mean, as of right now, there's like I think 35 additional Pokemon you can get, um, like Mewtwo and a few other few other legendaries, um, some of the other starters. Um, like you can get like Bulbasaur and Squirtle now, where you couldn't before. Uh, there are they are releasing more down the line, which I'm sure will be a handle <laughs> <laughs> when they come out. Um, Chris and, with the Pokemon uh, handle, what? Yeah, Chris, I, know. Chris, oh I think God. you have an obsession. Uh, listen, I've I've sank a lot of time into this, and if you watch my awesome streaming at Beardad Gamer on Twitch, um, you would have seen my shiny Rowlet yesterday, and it was awesome. Uh, uh, but no, it's 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 really cool. I know the Pokemon community has really wanted this for a long time. Uh, it's got some neat features to it, uh, and yeah, I don't know. It's made my life a little easier being able to store six thousand Pokemon. And how much money does it cost? Um, so you can you can use it you can use like a a dumbed down free version. Um, Two hundred dollars a month. And then I think for a whole year of service, it's like fifteen bucks or something like that. So it's not that dumbed down version only lets you get one thousand extra Pokemon. No, it's only like it's a thirty extra Pokemon. So oh, my. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. why bother? Yeah, right. Exactly. So there's some other functionality you don't get with the free version too, but um. But yeah, so Pokemon Home, if you play Pokemon, you probably already have it. But if you don't have it and you play Pokemon, check it out. Cool. Hopefully that helps some people. That's what we're all about here with the handles. And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we're going to first thank the breweries that provided today's beers. I will go first with thanking Oddside Brewing Company for their Bean Flicker Coffee Blonde Ale. Also, a special shout out thanks to at the Brew Locker, Jenna, for sending this to me. I would like to thank Great Lakes Brewing Company for their Blackout Stout. And I, of course, want to thank Phillipsburg Brewing Company for their five phantoms, pumpkin spice barley wine.
Make sure you're heading over and following us on all social media platforms. Um, that way you can see pictures of all the cool beers that we post and uh, any new cool things that we're just trying to share with our Instagram followers, Facebook, or Twitter followers. Um, also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at dawfpodcast.gmail.com. Obviously, a big majority of today's episode was catching up on uh, notes and news and stuff that you guys sent over there. So keep on sending that over there. Make sure you, you're sending over you know, what you guys had for breakfast every day of the week. I uh, always read those emails. Yeah, he, he yeah. loves to read those. Um, make sure you're heading over to iTunes and leaving us a five-star rating and also leaving a comment. Uh, it helps a lot for people to, to find us. Also, make sure, make sure when you see our post on Facebook that you click the little share button down at the bottom. Um, that way more people can help find us. You know, the beer community is a very tight knit community. So I'm sure that if, if you're part of this community and you're listening, you probably have other friends who are also into this hobby, uh, with you. And you know, why wouldn't you want to share with your friends? One of the greatest podcasts on the face of the planet. And so with that, my name's Stud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. I can't wait to go flick my bean. Oh, wow. Well, well, what is this podcast rated anyway? <laughs> This is a kid's podcast. Yeah. This is a kid's beer drinking podcast, Todd. <laughs> <laughs>